This is a podcast for curious readers. Welcome back, podcast people. It is the last episode of Book Pros, our first season. Uh, and we attempted a live recording. We had uh, some of the staff members came in and we had some um, just audience members from the public, people who are um, regular customers at the store and listen regularly to the podcast. And they came and we did kind of like a question and answer time. But the really crappy part of all of this is that um, halfway through our recording, my i have an older it's not old old i mean it's new by a lot of standards but with how fast things change um, and with the amount of memory i have available on my laptop uh the whatever the recording didn't record the way it was supposed to it just the second half of the audio was just complete trash because um of, of several reasons that i won't get into anyway uh so unfortunately uh we only have like half of the episode as we recorded it with a live audience um the second half what we did then is i had sam and todd kind of sit down together and re-record um the answers to the questions that the audience gave to us so what you're gonna hear is like half of a live recording half of a what was supposed to be a live recording but turned into just us answering questions uh by ourselves so anyway we tried it maybe it'll work better next time maybe i'll have a uh better setup next time um but anyway not too bad we made it through the whole first season without too many of these kinds of things thankfully so that is this first season and this is the last episode you made it all the way through if you've gotten this far and we are going to just jump right in. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna start the episode as it was being recorded live and then where everything starts to uh, fall apart, which is a real bummer because the second half honestly was a lot of fun um, with the audience members and stuff. So I'm pretty bummed about it. But what I'm gonna do then is when the audio cuts out, I'm gonna, uh, I'll just come back on and I'll reintroduce Sam and Todd and they're gonna take you through the rest of the audience questions that we had. Um, the evening we were recording. So without further ado, I will I say that a lot, don't I? Without further ado. I don't know why I say that. What else could I say? I could say, all right, time for me to shut up. <laughs> Here's the podcast episode. Maybe I'll start saying that. Here's the podcast episode. Okay. I know. Okay. You're going to have to not do that because it's... A, you can hear it. It's and a really old table. B, it's going to... Yeah. All right. Um, so I'll just start... So hi, hi. everybody. Hi, I'm Kristen. <laughs> I'm the one who tr tries to record <laughs> our <laughs> podcast episodes. Um, and this is our last one for the first season. So Sam, Sam's idea to do a kind of like a live recording. So we thought we'd give it a try. Um, so in case you're curious, I was because I was looking at it a little bit today. Um, we started this on September. I couldn't remember Are you when we're recording we yourself right now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we're all we're on recording we're all live! of you. <laughs> That's what this is what we're doing. <laughs> yeah. So, so Sam, we're gonna do a live podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh huh. Aaron's books. It's Sunday afternoon. <laughs> no. And nobody knows what's happening. <laughs> all right. 
So we started this podcast. The first episode went out on the tw- on July 12th of this year, which I would not have been able to tell you when we, when it started. <laughs> I don't know. So it went out on July 12th. Um, our, we have total, as of when I, when I last checked, 1,859 listens Ooh. to our podcast. Um, Can we break 2,000 by the end of the year? I don't know. I'd have to go in and do like the... <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> I don't pay that close of attention to it. Um, the most listened to one is the first one, uh, the owners. So that, that one has the most plays. And then there is... And then uh, the two with Amy are second and th- second, and then tied for third is the staff and the other Amy episode. And by Amy, I mean A.S. King. <laughs> we just call her Amy. So, Yeah. It's been a lot of fun so far. I mean, we just, this is yeah. kind of it. We just kind of like get her, get together and talk about books and be weird. <laughs> that's essentially what the whole podcast is. And basically have no clue what we're doing at any time. Yeah, that's very true. So yeah, so, so we have plans for into next, uh, into the next new year, the new season. It sounds weird to say yeah. it, but yeah. yeah. So today so we're going to talk about today we're going to just kind of do where the store's been. Mm-hmm. We're um, going to do a wrap up and some any questions that anyone has. So. Mm-hmm. And then we'll talk a little bit about yeah. may, what what might happen next year. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> so yeah. So we're, we're all making predictions. Yes, Kristen, Sam, Todd. In case you don't know. That's right, who yeah. we are. <laughs> Sam, what are we going to talk about? Uh, well, you're up first, talking about uh, you know the fun stuff that happened this year. You are way from the, from the microwave. I know, microphone. but I'm a really the microwave. microwave. The microphone. <laughs> microwave. You're too far from the microwave. I'm a really loud talker, so, um, You are. I usually have to turn you down yeah. <laughs> and turn everybody else up. So <laughs> in the last year, one of our big investments, uh, big decisions was to invest in the store infrastructure. So we have wonderful landlords. Um, they've owned this building for generations. Um, but, you know, they gave us, the, you know, we rent from them, but some of the changes we wanted to make, we really had to decide if we wanted to invest in them, even though it's not our own, not our own building. So um, a year ago, we pulled out the fluorescent tube lighting, um, installed the warm um, professional lighting, which we all love, um, but I noticed more than anybody else. Um, and then January, we closed for several weeks to, um, to take up the carpet from the, in the front half of the store and reclaim the original uh, maple floors which are just stunning. Um, and we purposely left in the creeks. Mm-hmm. We did. The uh, the, the wor- folks working on our flooring, um, shout out to Gail Box, who did a wonderful job, um, said, do you want us to tighten this down? And we're like, no, wait, they, I think the creaky floors are really important to, to what we're trying to achieve here. So uh, thanks to them for all their help. Um, but I think we're we're really close to the aesthetic, the sort of our, of our, of our dream bookstore. It's really, it's really uh, getting close. So that was a big sort of leap of faith for, uh, for us, but, um, it's improved, um, our view of the store and it makes much more of an impression for people coming in, even if they don't notice specifically what the changes were. Um, it just feels much more warm and welcoming, um, when you're, when you're here at the store. So that was a big, uh, was a big change for us. Um, you want me to go on? Yeah, keep going. Okay. Um, <laughs> Our second big change was uh, involved our amazing staff. Um, we doubled st- we doubled our staff hours this year, um, which is a huge commitment and investment for us. Um, so a lot less a lot less time with Sam and I at the front desk. Um, 
um, for better or for worse. But we, <laughs> but it was a it was a big change because uh, again there are, um, more staff and definitely more hours. Um, we also instituted a paid time off policy. Um, included included our staff and our stores uh, strategic planning. Um, it was a huge commitment to us uh, from us at the beginning of the year and a real decision for us to to, to make. Um, but um, as we've invested in them, the the return from from our staff has been has been tremendous. So, um, in fact, four of our staff have completed their first um, professional bookselling uh, bookseller courses. Um, two of them are taking additional classes the next spring. Um, this is a program that I've been working on for several years. Um, professional development for uh, for booksell booksellers is something that we think is important and I've helped create a national program on that. So to have my own staff uh, be able to, to take those classes and bring back what they've learned um, and apply them here at the store has been really exciting. So um, yeah, the commitment, uh, commitment to our staff and, and, and the results personally and professionally from that um, has been a, has been a huge change. And um, the third thing to mention, we, we have continued our commitment to Local nonprofits. Um, it's a huge part of who we are as a store, what our identity is. Uh, Let us choose us love is probably our is our uh, strongest ongoing partnership. Um, we've worked with the y YWCA on some of their uh, some of the great work they do. Um, we support a program called Diversifying the du uh, the Diversifying Doula Initiative, which is improving prenatal and postnatal care for and by uh, by and for minority women in Lancaster County. Um, Venture Lidditz, uh, really, the, it's the, that's the core program, strengthening and promoting um, this special downtown Lidditz community that we're part of. Uh, we work with Work United in a variety of ways, um, including this past year collecting menstrual products for free, free distribution to middle and high school stu uh, students. Um, we had another successful year with the Friends of the Lancaster Lim County Library System, um, which raised many thousands of dollars more for the county's libraries. Um, we work with the Lidditz Women's Club to get books into the hands of local kids who may not otherwise um, have access to books. Um, and we've um, provided books to, to programs that, um, that get books to kids who are separated from parents serving in prison sentence. So that's been a new, a new partnership for us. Mm -hmm. Anyone else that I missed? Those are the big ones. I mean, you know, we just generally donate to yeah. a variety yeah. of charities throughout yeah. the year. So, we have a lot of PTOs uh, approach us for mm -hmm. um, reduced price or, or donation. Um, it's fun to donate uh, gift cards to spelling bees. That's a big thing. The big thing we're, we're uh, or student of the month is a big thing. So um, for those schools that haven't reached out to us, you know, we don't we don't go soliciting those. But uh, for, for schools that reach out to us, we're happy to support those programs. Yep. Those are my notes. Those are your notes. Oh, boy. It's you. I'm going with the numbers. We're going to have some quizzes now. Oh, no. No. <laughs> I already looked at the paper, so I can't answer. <laughs> Cheater! Actually, my memory's not that good. You could ask me. I wouldn't know what's on there. <laughs> so Todd was looking at the big picture, and I'm going to look at the actual numbers of the year. So um, we receive anywhere from 5 to 20 boxes of books a day. <laughs> I know the staff is like, oh. Um, so in total, we received roughly, and when I say receive means... We're unboxing them, we're checking them in through our POS system, and we're putting them on shelves. So we received roughly 28,000 books. Thus far. Thus far this year. It'll hit 30 by the time we get... Well, well, well above 30. Well, yeah, because yeah. Yeah, we got the holiday season coming up. Um, 
We sold a total so far this year of 25,000 books, which is good that those numbers are equal. That means we don't have a lot of stuff sitting around that doesn't sell. Um, our current on, like, as, as of 9.30 this morning, inventory on the shelves, we have approximately 10,500 books plus another three to 500 non-book items and games, which is just, it just, it freaks me out. <laughs> There's that much stuff on the Mind shelves. Mind boggling? Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, um, so here's, here's for those here. What do you think our busiest day in the last 12 months has been? And busiest day meaning number of unique transactions. I'm sorry. In, tw in 2022 or last 12, 12, 12 months. months? 12 months. 12 so including months. last holiday so season. So including last holiday season. What do you think? You're, you're asking. I'm asking. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We'll start with you. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, okay. Now, hold on. My memory's not that great. I'm going to say either chocolate walk or I'm going to say chocolate walk or fire and ice. Okay. Anybody else? Go on, I, could, yeah, I, I would have uh, guessed it's. I, I would have guessed Small Business Saturday. Yeah. I was gonna say the chocolate So it was actually the Friday Festival of Fire and Ice. The Friday night part. The Friday yeah. that you know that because that yeah it's yeah okay um, which is also the same number as transactions as Small Business Saturday of 2021. Okay. Um, so I was partially. Yeah. So they're, they're tied. Um, followed very closely only by like four less transactions <laughs> by this year's chocolate walk, which beat last year's chocolate walk by almost 50 transactions. Um, and then the next highest day is the last Saturday before Christmas of 2021. That's all. I should that's, have guessed that. That's the last Saturday before Christmas, Christmas is always yeah. crazy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it'd be interesting this year to see because the last Saturday before Christmas is Christmas Eve, which traditionally is not a big day. So what you're saying is we're going to have a lot of dads. <laughs> I think we're going to have a lot of people coming in Looking just saying, give me book. Yeah. 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 Here's fun. So the our top selling item total is not going to be a shock to especially Alexis is no. stickers. Yeah. How many do you think we sold? I looked at the number. In the last I can't. Twelve months. My my guess will be too close because I looked yeah. at the number on that one. Since Alexis is our sticker buyer, how many do you think we sold in twelve months? Oh my gosh! <laughs> uh, I'm like doing math over here. I don't know. Just I'm guess. Sure. Throw a number out. Seven hundred. Alexis's guess is seven hundred. Alexis's <laughs> guess is seven hundred. Anybody else want to throw a number out? I was literally about to say seven hundred. Okay, Emily, Emily. says seven hundred. <laughs> Maybe now that Kristen says up, like, <laughs> I know. I'm like, what's the show that you're everyone's yelling prices on? Price is right. Price is right. I yeah, like yeah, yeah. Price is right. <laughs> <laughs> or what's the other make a deal? Let's make, well, what is it? Let's make a deal? <sighs> yeah. Anyway. Anyways, right. it was uh, 2,350. <gasps> no way. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Wow. Of that, when I saw that on there, I of know. that, about six hundred were during the Christmas season. That's right. Yeah. Alexis, we need to order more stickers. I was just about to say that. <laughs> so we're heading into Christmas again. We need yeah. more yeah, stickers. Yeah. Yeah. After if, that, if, if we don't have next, a thousand yeah. in the store right now, you were, yeah. we're, we're late. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> After that, our next top selling item is individual dice. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. 
The number, <laughs> yeah, nerds. Yeah. The number of people that come in and they'll be like, "Is it okay if we just dump this on the floor?" And we're always like, "Yeah, whatever, sure, whatever, yeah." <laughs> and they just sit in the back and they go, "Yeah." Yeah. So in the last twelve months, we sold nine hundred and eighty individual individual dice. dice. Now that's gone up because someone came in today and bought almost thirty. So. <laughs> We won't name names. And 700 of those went to Mike and Laura. Probably. <laughs> yeah. 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 So our loose dice is now, as of this afternoon, is over 1,000. That does surprise yeah. me. The, the stickers months. don't surprise me, but the dice surprises mm -hmm. me a little bit because it's that. Yeah. I didn't realize it was that much. Yeah. We just got three new, th a bag, three one-pound three bags, bags of, new, of, of dice. dice. Oh, I know. Yeah. I was looking through them the other day, yeah. and I... Who was in here with me? Were any of you in here with me? Or maybe it was Bailey. I was I like, I was... You were talking about how we have squishy dice. I was back there going like, look at this one. It's so cute. <laughs> yeah. I don't need more dice. Yeah, they're like they're like rubber dice, yeah. but they're like a hard rubber. Yeah. yeah. And they, yeah, they they're go. really cool. I just want to chew on them. I know. <laughs> I know. They feel like those old school erasers. Don't you remember that. from elementary school? They feel like those. It's really cool. <laughs> um, yeah, we could just do a... Let's just do a whole podcast about dice. We could. <laughs> we could. <laughs> Although it's not very visual. Like, you know, <laughs> no, but there's, no, I could talk for a while about all the dice sets we have. Okay, so top selling sections. Um, anyone want to take a guess at what, like, one of our I'm top selling do sections? Arsenio Hall. Okay. Because <laughs> I know what it is. Because <laughs> it's my favorite section. One of my favorites. Yeah. Yeah. Number yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. So coming in at number five was our sci-fi fantasy. Uh, number four is middle grade. As I'm gesturing to the middle grade. Uh, number three was board books. Uh, number two is elementary series. And then number that's one is our contemporary fiction. So, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. That's elementary fiction. That is surprising because that it right. it hasn't no. always sold that but great. See, but see, it cycles because yeah. the there's kids some grow up. And there's some, there's so like better series there now. Three years ago, picture books yeah. is one of our top selling yeah. section, and they're aging up. And then we'll, you know, another five years, we'll have another group of kids come through. I think we have better series over there too than we yeah. than we yeah. used to. Like, there's more. There's a bigger variety and a lot of like really funny. I read a lot of them yeah. to my five year old. And yeah, yeah. There are a lot yeah. of good ones. So that is yes. surprising though. Um, top selling books. Okay. Ooh. And so. <clears throat> There's a lot of ways we can calculate this because we do a lot of school orders, and those are like hundreds of copies of a book for yeah. an entire school to read. I don't count those. Um, so our number one top-selling book is no surprise to anybody nope. because <laughs> it's Attack of the Black Rectangles. Um, and that is because we sold over 250 that we shipped out <laughs> for the national launch of the book. So that, I'm not counting that in our top you know, because yeah. whatever book Amy releases that year will always be yeah. our top selling book. It's just mm -hmm. a given. Um, so counting in-store sales, not associated with a school event or an off-site event mm -hmm. or an in-store event. Anyone want to take a guess at one of the five top titles? Any other year, I would say Dogman, but this year, <laughs> this year I don't. Oh, there, there might be a Colleen Hoover on there. Yeah, yeah. that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, yeah. You would think of that, Em. <laughs> <laughs> no, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Any other guesses? Okay. Go ahead, Sue. No. Okay. Number five was Where the Crawdads Sing. Oh. Not surprised there. Yes. Third or fourth year on the list? Fourth? Yeah. Fifth year on the list. Really? It's been... It's, it's, yeah, it's right? Cause, a, well, no, it came out in hardcover right at the beginning of the pandemic, I think. Yeah. I thought it was a little older than that. I don't think so. Okay. 
All right, so at We're least gonna argue about the dates of books right here in front of everybody. It's a rumble. Okay, so at least okay. three years on the on the best right. on top on right. our top five. Yeah. Seven husbands of Evelyn Hugo. Yeah. Yep. That's a it's a perennial. That's I think is third year on our list. Mm-hmm. It ends with us. Colleen, Colleen Hoover. Hoover. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Number two shocked me. And I was like, there's no way. We had to have done an event around this book. It was in one of our cozy mystery boxes, but that only accounts for 10 of the sales. So this is the power of staff picks. You ready? Yeah. Finley Donovan is killing it. Really? With our number two in-store sale of book of the year. Really? Now, that'll probably change come December and yeah. you know, people are buying up stuff. But I know. I had to go back. I looked three huh. times, and that is it's a good number book. two. It's a really great book. Yeah. But yeah, so I don't know. I would not. And I, and I just crazy. reordered another five copies. So that really surprised. That, <laughs> yeah. 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 Number one is not going to be a surprise to the staff that was working the weekend the book released because it was on the front page of the newspaper. Oh. We were taking phone calls right and left. Oh. <laughs> um, <Yeah. coughs> the and Shan book. Yep. Yeah. So it's a, it's a book about the history of the old um, department store that is now part of the convention center written by the great granddaughter yeah. of one of the founders. So it's a, it's a locally published book and it just, yeah, it flies off the shelves and it'll will sell out before Christmas because it'll be what everybody's getting their grandma for Christmas yeah. this year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that so. In Plain View would be on there because we sold a lot of it those is, as well. well. I didn't count that because we did an event with the author. Yeah. And most of the sales came from the event itself. Yeah. But it was. It is like if I do a full list, that's yeah. on there. Um, the Corrections and in Ink is on there as well. Okay, yeah. The, a lot of the Stutzman books are on there, but we also just sell a lot of those to schools right. that bring Jonathan and Heather in for yeah. author visits. Yeah, big, big so. shout out to Jonathan and Heather for yeah. having They're... perennial bestsellers here at the store. <laughs> but it is it is hard to se- se- to, to separate what's what's, a, what's what sold here and what's, what's sold, sold to elsewhere. a school and what yeah. And so. also shout out to them just for being awesome. Oh, they're just awesome. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully someday we'll have them on the podcast. I'm sure they would yes. love to do that. So that's that's my little my quiz. Ooh. My num- my numbers. I hate like numbers, a- but I'm the numbers person for this story. It's really <laughs> scary when you think about it. I mean, if of of all of us, if I had to trust somebody on our staff with numbers, it would probably would be. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> good, good to know because the rest I'm the one of that us does the paychecks too. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, the rest of us not so much. <laughs> <laughs> well, if Sam's the best choice, We're what does it say? We're both people, not yeah. mathematicians. <laughs> yes. so no. There's a reason. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah. that's 2022. I had to think about what year it was. <laughs> so, so a, a very large part of our year is the last five weeks. And so all those numbers, those titles will change. Yep. Um, because there's nothing else like in our in our year is like like the last five weeks of the st- of the, of yeah. the year it's, yeah. it's it, you, you just can't compare it so right uh, some of those numbers will, will change significantly and some of those well michelle obama will knock off at least one of those titles yeah, yeah. prince harry when does his book come out january <laughs> that's january oh that's not january, january. So we, we get, we, yeah yeah, we yeah yeah but michelle obama's book comes out well today yes when this, yeah. when this podcast yeah. is 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 uh uploaded will Tuesday, be the yeah. day of Michelle's book. So Tuesday. that'll yeah. probably be our biggest selling nonfiction title of the year for sure. Mm-hmm. And we have boxes coming into that, I assume. Yes. Yeah. 
Yes. They we were hoping um, they'd be here Friday so we would not be panicked, but they're not here yet. Yeah. So yeah, get ready for. We'll it. assume that by the time you hear this, we're all of our. Well, they're on the shelf and ready for you to buy. <laughs> <laughs> but if they're not, it's not our fault. <laughs> there are, yeah. So that is another thing about the holiday season this year that's going to be different than previous years is they're already panicking about the delays. We got a. An email from a pu- from one of our publisher reps, what, Wednesday last week? Tuesday, Wednesday? And she said, if you want anything from this publisher for, Hall- for Halloween, holy <laughs> moly, for Thanksgiving weekend, you need to order it by November 9th. So they're looking at, you know, two, three-week turnarounds for yeah. things. Um, and this is a major publisher. So, so if you're listening to this and you're thinking about getting a specific book for someone for Christmas... Buy it today. <laughs> I think I've said that on the, every, the last yeah. like three or four <laughs> episodes. Like, yeah. no, seriously, seriously, <laughs> you need to do it yeah. today. Aaron'sBooks.com. Yeah. And yeah. Buy it when, when we get to like December tenth, eleventh, twelfth, that you know whatever that weekend is, what's on the shelf is yep. what we're gonna have. We're not gonna be able to get stuff in for that last week. It's gonna be kind of yeah. So we're stocking up now. We have shelves in the back of extra copies of everything. Yeah. But it's yeah. Mm-hmm. So. What? Interesting. Yeah. So yeah. So Louise is asking what the HarperCollins strike might. Yeah. So um, might mean. Yeah. So for those that aren't like book business all the time, um, the employees at the HarperCollins <clears throat> headquarters in New York uh, have unionized and are currently on strike. They are um, picketing in front of the headquarters as we speak now. I'm assuming there will be on Tuesday when this airs. Um, so what they are asking is. Not to hurt bookstores. <laughs> they have been very clear about their compassion for the bookstore business that, you know, don't protest by not buying HarperCollins books. Um, their beef is more with, obviously, the headquarters and not having a livable wage. So the current starting wage for someone working in the HarperCollins offices is less than it costs to rent an apartment in New York for a year, um, which is just an astronomical number. So their starting wage looks like a decent wage. If it were Lancaster County, you'd be fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but New York City, and they also require everybody to live commutable to their headquarters. So it's not like someone can you know, work part-time in New Jersey where it's a lot cheaper. So... So they're asking um, authors to hold off on signing new contracts, but they're not asking authors to stop working if they've already got a contract. Um, For us, we'll support them however we can. We will work on promoting. We love you, HarperCollins, but we will work on promoting other books in the store to, you know, the publishers who do give their employees fair wages. Um, But I think this is going to be a big thing in the industry coming up for everybody. Uh, Several bookstores have unionized recently, um, some large-name bookstores, Politics and Prose in D.C. is the latest one, Um, and it was met with some resistance by ownership. Uh, We have told our staff numerous times, (laughs) (laughs) anytime they want to unionize, all eight of them, (laughs) they are welcome to. They have our support 100%. so, and that's, um, you know, going back to what Todd was saying about staff for this year, um, we have been working to make everybody's wages more livable. 
we like Z said, we're starting to offer paid time off for people as part of their package. Even for if you work four hours a week, you get the same benefits as someone who's working 20 hours a week. Um, and we're we're working every you know six months or so to up the salaries of everybody so that we can eventually all be at that Lancaster County living wage. So that's our. It's a good question. Yeah. yeah. About yeah. So, but I don't think it's going to affect. It's. I don't think it's going to trickle down to us. I think it's mostly going to be affecting books that are coming out later in 2023 because there's going to be. It's basically yeah. a work stoppage on anything that isn't already in the printing pipeline. Um, right. So, so a lot of a do, lot of editorial work and a lot of publicity work for future books. Right. Well, is going to be affected yeah. if, the, if this if this extends. And then if um, this, it, it, know. it's not it's not affecting the warehouse and it's not affecting right. the stale sales staff and those type of folks. So, um, yeah, we have they have tried to the, the employees have tried to make it clear that they don't expect us to operate differently as book as a bookstore owners um, to to continue to support HarperCollins authors. And so we're going to. We're going to continue that unless their unless their message changes, then we would have to reevaluate. But right now, we expect to be able to order current HarperCollins titles and get them in a, in the, in 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 a turnaround that 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 we're that we're used to, and we're going to continue to do that unless unless things change at the at uh, the strike level. But at this point, we're not anticipating that. But we are watching it, and we're listening to what they're te what they're saying as far as their requests for people in other parts of the industry. Mm -hmm. So that, yeah, because we do support them. Okay. Yep. Right. So, any question. other questions? This is the question time. Go for it. Don't be shy. <laughs> Don't be shy. <laughs> Come on. Shout it out. Um, what's your favorite season of shoppers? Like, is it in the middle of summer when all the tourists are here? Is it no. the Christmas? <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> And that is where the recording just uh, no longer worked. You can kind of hear the buzz starting um, right there. And you'll if, if you if I let you listen to the rest of the episode, it would just be you listening to that buzzing sound for the <laughs> remainder of the episode. So I'm not going to do that to you because it's an awful sound. Uh, but I do have <clears throat> the rest of the episode is Sam and Todd. They are... Um, they sat down in their home and just kind of went over again the questions that some of the audience members asked us. Uh, so it'll be way less funny and interactive this way, but um, I don't know, still good. I guess it's better than not putting out any episode. <laughs> like, can you tell I'm pretty bummed about it? Uh, yeah, this is not, the the live recording was so much fun that I'm really bummed that it, it's not I'm not, we're not putting out that part of it. Anyway, so this is Sam and Todd, and they are talking about the answers to the audience questions. Sam's laughing already. Yep. So we're back. Um, I think it's, you know, we hit the last episode of our very first season before we got tech issues. And uh, so now we're re-recording our live episode from our living room. Uh, if you hear weird sounds, that would be our greyhound demanding his evening treat and whatever else he wants. Um, yeah, so. So we had some great folks in the audience. Yeah. And uh, they asked some fun questions, and we wanted to make sure they get covered here. So let's uh, let's go ahead and do that on their yep. behalf. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Hopefully we will do justice to the questions this time around. <laughs> so... The first one we had was, what is your 
favorite season interacting with the customers and the and the audience member correctly um, identified the fact that summer is a lot of out of town folks. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, you know, spring and fall for us are are generally um, quieter, and they're generally generally um, local folks, repeat visitors. And then there's the madness of of the holiday season. Right. So, what was your favorite? My favorite is I really enjoy the summertime um, because it's a huge mix of people. It's a lot of locals looking for their beach reads. And then it's also a lot of out-of-town guests who are exploring town and just thrilled to be in the bookstore. Um, And it's a lot of people looking for, that really enjoy the staff picks. Um, So that's fun to, to walk them through the store and say, you know, if you're looking for something to read on your mountain retreat, try this cozy mystery or, you know, the kids coming to look for their summer reading project books and stuff. So it's there's a lot of energy in the store in the summer, and it's not frantic energy like it is at the holidays where it's, I have to find these gifts. <laughs> it's more pleasure reading, and, mm-hmm. and, and they have the time to browse. So the summertime is my favorite. So for me, I really enjoy the frantic holiday season, mm-hmm. and I think that might surpri- be surprising because I'm not really. Interested <laughs> You're not a frantic in, person. I'm not interested in frantic <laughs> energy overall, but um, but I do really like that sort of snap find, you know, find that thing that you think is just going to be the, the the right fit, mm-hmm. um, and just watching the you know watching people who, on their own, are trying to find that um, that right match. Um, or just give up and grab the first red red book that they see on the, on the right shelf. <laughs> um, That's usually that last weekend <laughs> where it's the last minute shoppers like, I have to get something for grandma. Anything with a dog will do. Yeah. You know? So I'm really glad the, our whole year isn't like that. Um, yeah. But I really enjoy that energy. And I really enjoy having folks come in and and trust that we're going to have things that, uh, that are, that are going to work for them. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a lot of... Um, a lot of folks who just trust that we're going to have something interesting, something fun, something unusual. And we um, and we do work shelf. for that for the holidays. We, yeah. We purposely buy things that you might not see in the store other times of year mm-hmm. because we're going for that great gift. Right. And yes, yeah. our Christmas displays are, all, displays are already up. But they're already they're also already selling, so it's hard to <laughs> it's hard right. to complain about that. <laughs> yes. We yes we do early Christmas at Aaron's books. Um, but we don't. Uh, our windows are not up. Our, we do not decorate the windows yet. The windows go up the di- week of Thanksgiving. There are displays up, and people are already buying a lot of books off the Christmas displays because yes. we have really fun Christmas books. Yes. So that was the. That was one question. Favorite seasons. Yeah. Uh-huh. The second one then was, uh, what's your favorite thing about running a bookstore? Well, and. At the live, you had a really nice. Yeah, I'm not going to be able to recreate the whole thing. Kind, <laughs> loving answer, and I went straight for the greed. <laughs> so, yeah, because we're making so much money off of running well, a bookstore. No. But my favorite thing is, on top of the fact that it's a bookstore, um, is opening the boxes of books. I yeah. love seeing what's coming in the store each day, and we get anywhere from like I don't know. I might have said this early in the podcast. I don't remember, like. 10 to 30 boxes of books a day. Yeah. Um, and it's just so much fun because nine times out of 10, we don't remember ordering the books because we have to order the books. Those of you that listened to a couple episodes ago, we order the books six months in advance for the new yeah. release books. So it's 
it's literally like birthday, Christmas, everything all in one every single day as we open those boxes. Right. So the, the restock boxes are fun because we get to really see the stuff that That's we, been selling, we, we, we that know is going well. Back, yeah. We're bringing it back in. We're, we're filling up a shelf with, with a title that maybe has just started being really hot and, we're, and we can talk about it with folks. Um, but the, the new stock, the stuff that we that we ordered months ago, it's, um, it's just so much is, fun. is really, it's, it's a joy every time yeah. it, it doesn't get old. Yeah. We've yeah. been doing this a long time. Like today <laughs> I unboxed and looked at something and I was like, Oh, this is cute. Oh. And then I was like, it's Steve Martin. Steve Martin has a new book. I'm sure we were really excited about it when we saw it in the catalog six months ago. Now we're excited about it again. <laughs> Cause it's in the store. Cause it's in the store now. Yeah. So what was your nice, you know? So my thing about the, my favorite thing about the bookstore is interacting with the people who really appreciate the store, mm-hmm. um, who have a, it has a special place in their heart or they're discovering it for their first time and they fall in love with it. Um, so sharing those moments with people who see us as more than just a shop that just has right. stuff, but really love what we're doing, love what we're trying to achieve, love the community that we're creating, whatever it is that they that they connect with. Um, when people connect with our store in, in that way, that's really, to me, the, the best thing there is. See, so he had the nice answer, and I was all about <laughs> books. Give me books. Which is great. <laughs> it's just because we, we it's, it's good to be enthusiastic about books because we sell we a lot of books. <laughs> we have to sell a lot of books. Uh, and the last question came from Emily on our staff, and she asked us, who would be our dream podcast guest? What author would we dream about having on the podcast? Um, so I had to think about that for a second when we were doing this the first time. Uh, and I came up with Julie Murphy, who is a wonderful YA and romance author, um, and then Courtney in the audience was like, oh, did she write? And then we started gushing about the wonderful books she writes. Um, Such as? So she wrote If the Shoe Fits, which is a contemporary retelling of Cinderella. Um, she wrote Dumplin' and Pumpkin, um, that series that was made into Netflix movie. She's written a couple other YA romance. She has a new Christmas anthology romance that... I'm holding on to until Christmas Day, although I might read it Thanksgiving Day to get me in the Christmas spirit. Um, she's just, a, I, I would love just to pick her brain about where she comes up with these cute, wonderful stories because while, you know, they're light and frilly, they also tackle a lot of deeper things. And she is, every single one of her books is queer positive and fat positive, which is hard to find, and especially in romance. So, um, oh, and then, of course, she did the novelizations of my favorite, well, my second favorite comic book character, Faith. I mean, you know, Wonder Woman forever. Um, but Faith is a plus-sized uh, comic book hero. Uh, so, yeah, so I would love just to, just, just like, have a glass of wine and sit and talk to Julie Murphy about her awesomeness. Sure. And my choice was uh, Neil Gaiman. We all thought for sure he was going to say Tolkien. But then we realized, okay, he was going for someone who could actually possibly speak on a podcast. Yeah. yeah. No. We decided we are not having a seance in the store to, to contact Tolkien, as uh, he was probably not a fan of seances himself and would not respond. Right. So 
Um, but no, I think um, I think Gaiman would be would be a great interview, and he's a you know he's a great speaker. He's got the perfect podcast voice. Um, if you haven't heard him read some of his own books on his audiobooks, um, it's really fantastic. Um, and he's just always interesting. No matter what he's working on, it's always mm-hmm. interesting. So uh, I'm a big fan of Gaiman, and I'd love to you know have a chance to have an hour to chat with him. So I have to add another one that I just thought of just sure. now. I would absolutely like pass out cold if Will Wheaton came on the podcast. That would be great. I mean, I just want to meet the man. Just yeah, yeah. Total, yeah. total fangirl moment. All right. Yeah. Well, when his book comes out in paper, maybe we'll maybe 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 we can get his publisher to bring him on the podcast. Yeah, that's so, so not going to happen. And then we ended with the fact that we have to acknowledge we're already spoiled because we have As King. Right. Who did two podcasts with us? And if we didn't already know her, we would that she would she would be very high on our list of 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 uh, per, perfect perfect guests yeah. perfect guests for the yeah. podcast. But yeah. um, we know her, and she came on already, and and she's a dear friend, and we're we're lucky to to, to have had that. So uh, just qualifying that um, that one little bit. Um. So, uh, one switching of switching gears yeah. now. <laughs> One of the other things we talked about near the end of the podcast um, that apparently is lost to time. Um, no, it's just lost to garbled technology. All right. Um, is changes in the store in the upcoming year. Um, and we actually did have one of the uh, people in the audience ask us about, uh, they had come to the uh, the launch for Attack of the Black Rectangles and mm-hmm. were asking about, what events we were going to be doing in the in the uh, coming months because mm-hmm. her uh, I think she said her son uh, absolutely loved the event yeah so so um, so we're going to find be finding a place for more of that um, I mean the pan in the pandemic one of the one of the big hazards of the store was the store as a gathering place um, we didn't have any evening or weekend programs for a long time. Um, we've only recently added, um, brought back a few events, um, you know, some great events, but, mm-hmm. but not off, not often. And limited the number of people that the, could come yeah. to them. And, yeah. Yeah. Just for safety. Yeah. yeah. Um, so in the coming year we we want to have, um, we're, we're working toward a more robust calendar of events, um, as well as being more out and about in Lidditz and in the broader, broader community and at, um, at offsite things, um, and making people more aware of us that way. But more authors, more authorless events, um, new book groups. Um, I know we've been talking quite a bit about the Metaphysical and Tarot, which is a big addition in the last year. Um, more, more of those events. Yep. Um, game nights. Um, one of, you know, it's, it's so funny how many people tell us that, that we'd, they'd love to have the game nights back. Um, it seems like more people have asked us than have actually than ever than ever right. actually came to right. game nights, but um, I think there's a route route to get to to get some good yeah. um, successful game nights back. So um, and and many other things as well. So we're trying to um, we're we're plotting out a a, a really robust 2023 um, for nights and evening or for evenings and weekends. Um, I mean we're the we're the local independent bookstore, and part of what part of the role we want to play in this community. Um, is as a gathering place, um, a place for uh, place for discussion, um, a place for learning, uh, a place for fun, a place for fun, absolutely, mm-hmm. and also as a safe space. And we have to we have to keep that in mind as we do all this as right. well. Um, so in the next year, our doors will be open longer um, and more often, and um, hopefully uh, folks will respond. Yep, 
And at the event, I teased us deciding just a few days ago mm-hmm. a big thing that we're going to announce. Probably we won't announce it till like March or April. Yeah. But if you are listening to the podcast, you get the scoop because it's not going to be public except for right here, right now, until we officially announce it. And that's yeah. we've decided to bring back the Lit It's Kid Lit Festival. Um, it, this is a one to two day, sometimes three day, depending on the year, uh, children's literature festival that we did for the community. Um, we bring, you know, anywhere from 10 to 15 award winning authors in and they're and illustrators and illustrators. Mm-hmm. And they're leading workshops and doing one-on-one time with the children and the teachers and the librarians. And then they do book signings. And it's just a big, huge literary party. And the dog just put his head in my lap. Um, so we're we're looking to bring that back. We stopped it in 2019. And then, obviously, pandemic, we couldn't do it. So um, it'll be our 15th year, but only our, t- <laughs> our festival. 11th yeah. festival. Yeah. Um, but And we usually do that in the fall. So, you know, podcast listeners just have to yeah. keep our little secret. <laughs> no, tell anybody you want. Yeah. <laughs> um, so somewhere between lo- like Labor Day and v- Veterans Day. Um, that's the... That's usually when we've yeah. done it in the past, yeah. just not Chocolate Walk Weekend. We, we well, yes, we will, we, will, we will avoid Chocolate <laughs> Walk. We will, we will not try to cram that, cram that weekend with anything else going yeah. on. Yeah. So, yeah, that's exciting. Um, and, that's, and that's part of, of what we're going to get to in 23. So... Um, um, I'm sure I Kristen think, will yeah. tell us if there's other stuff that we yeah. should have done, and maybe we'll maybe we'll end up popping back on with yeah. like, <laughs> with, with, with another <laughs> another another piece that we forgot. But uh, for now, that's it. And yeah. um, thanks everybody for supporting the podcast this year. Thank you for supporting Aaron's books. And um, we'll be back with the podcast again in the spring. Yeah, we'll see you in the store for the next six seven weeks buying all your Christmas presents, and then um, podcast will be back sometime probably January. Uh, for sex season two, and I know Kristen, she probably already said this and is editing it backwards. I don't know, but she's going to tell you what's coming up in the podcast. So thanks, everybody. And that's it. That's a wrap on season one of Book Pros. I hope you guys have had a good time listening. We've had so much fun recording this. Um, it, the podcast idea just kind of came up at our staff meeting months ago, and I was like, yeah, I, I know how to do podcast stuff. I can do that. And um, we just kind of went with it and made it up and luckily you guys kind of liked it so we're gonna do it again um in 2023 so the new season is going to include more author interviews with a variety of authors of different genres so we're excited about that and some of the uh, authors we're going to get to talk to Uh, we're going to do some more staff um, topic centric things alexis and i are going to do some episodes on parenting and parenting adjacent um, nonfiction books Um, alexis is going to do some um, tarot and metaphysical episodes we're going to revisit Emily and Bailey's craziness with their romance reads. And Alex and Lindsay and I um, already have plans for more feminist fiction, more horror, more more lots of other stuff. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, we're going to start off the next year with our, our staff, our 2023 reading goals. So make sure you uh, follow us on Instagram and all those places so that you can let us know what your reading goals are too. We love hearing from you guys. Um, you're the reason why we're doing this podcast and it has become so fun to get to interact with our customers and our neighbors um, through this so it's been a lot of fun so that's going to be 2023 so make sure you stay tuned for that i hope you guys have a great holiday 
and a wonderful new year. And thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Make sure you support your local independent bookstores. Make sure you support your local downtown shops. Um, and just have a really great holiday and new year. Bye, guys. From the people who sell you actual books in a real-life indie bookshop comes a podcast all about books and the love of reading. So subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and follow us on Instagram at Aaron's Books.